Alright, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ian. And I figured I'd make today's episode a little bit of a uh, podcast update slash just a couple other cleaning house kind of things. I figured, I think I'm like, what, 20 podcasts in, something like that. And I know with everybody else, you know, going back and forth and figuring out where I go with certain books and stuff like that, it's a little, uh, can be a little, uh, challenging to keep up with. So, I am still going to keep doing the three podcasts a week, just because I like doing two comic book podcasts and, like, the one MMA podcast. Now, I what I may do is I may cut down certain podcasts that would normally be longer and combine make them like a, uh, I guess a two in one. If that makes any sense, this way people are like, oh, well, that makes more sense. This way people can have two podcasts that are like twenty minutes or less, like twenty to thirty minutes. They can listen to them real quick, call it a day. Now it may end up being like four episodes, but four episodes a week, but I feel like that'd be more beneficial than me doing, like, one, me ranging the topic, which usually happens for time-wise, I figured that would be more beneficial, especially with, you know, content, and I, I shouldn't even say content, I should really, yeah, I'll just leave it that as content, for you guys to really listen to. Because I, from what I've heard from a couple people, they do want to hear more about the independent comic book scene. Just because they love the big two, but they also feel as though, and, and even I can agree on this one, the independent comic book scene doesn't get as much love as it really should. Because at the end of the day, if it really wasn't for the independent comic book scene, as particularly as strong as it is, in a lot of ways... I don't think you'd have the quality of writers you do right now. I mean, you wouldn't have some of the guys that are really and truly, you know, being the big powerhouses that they are. Like Jonathan Hickman or Donnie Cates or Jeff Lemire or Charles Soule or Karen Gillan. You know, you have you know, a bunch of writers out there that really cut their teeth on the independent scene that came in to the main big two and they've just, you know, they, they've really shown how good they really are. So I figured what I would do is I would shine more spotlight independent. I'll still do like the Hulk or I will still do, you know, Hulk or D... Hulk with Marvel and DC and all that stuff, and I'll switch it up off and on with weeks this way. One week will be, you'll know it's like a Hulk podcast. The next week will be DC, but then I'll also work in independent stuff, like independent books within there. Now, I do also know some people want to kind of hear, like, hey, what new toys are coming out, stuff like that. I do need to get back on that a little bit. The unfortunate part is a lot of time, a lot of toy news, some weeks are super heavy, other weeks are not. So I figured what I'll probably do, and it's just depending upon how I want to talk about it, I'll still bring back the Variety Podcast, 
But within that variety podcast, what I'll do is, and this is just my reworking in my mind, is I will, because I mean, there's also video games and stuff like that. I will, you know, within 20 minutes, I will do one independent story or manga, because I realistic, I do need to talk about manga at some point, because I'm sure that's also another that's also another group that I'm really not <laughs> catering to with my podcast at this point. I figure there's plenty of people who are like, hey, what when are you going to talk about Tower of God? Or, hey, when are you going to talk about, you know, One Piece or D. Gray Man or all these other, like, mangas that you read and all that stuff? I'm getting there. Don't worry. It's I'll figure out a way. But I figured... Talk about them, make them quicker discussions in certain aspects. Talk about toys, at least bigger toy news that I feel like is more important. And on top of that, you know, also give you guys a independent character, like review and just where you can find it, kind of look it up. So, figure make that a little easier. Also, I will, you know, I, I will sometimes treat you guys, I'm going to try and do the, uh, how I rework the characters as well. I feel like a lot of people, resp- I feel like a lot of people that listen to it, and at least for me, I really loved it. So I figured I will do that. This way, people can kind of like get an idea of like, oh, hey, well, this is a different take on how I would do the character. Because at least for me, I really loved doing... The Miles Morales Spider-Man. Because at least for me, I felt like the character is so easy to work and fix. Because it's really not that difficult. It's just really and truly putting it out there to know, like, it's not overly difficult to fix. You just need to want to put the right pieces in place in order to fix him. And at least for me, at the end of the day... You have your chance to retire Peter Parker. That was my other thought. Is with doing these character reworks. I'm not going to do big character. Or I'm not going to do. And I'll blatantly throw this one out there. I won't do characters like Batman or Superman. As much. Due to the fact that. They're characters that. They'll be involved. But I won't want to redo their entirety. Because at the end of the day, they're, at least for me, they're so gigantic in certain aspects. Trying to rework the entirety of them kind of doesn't do justice, especially when their characters have been reworked a lot of times now. You've had reworkings of Superman, of Batman, plenty of times, depending upon the writer and depending upon... When Marvel or DC really wanted to reboot a character. So I'm just going to primarily focus on characters who. At least to me. I feel like haven't gotten a proper reboot. Or the reboot that they did get. Didn't fulfill their continuity needs to be fixed. Or reworked. To make their character flow better into their universe. So I figured that will make more sense. And this way more people are going to be looking at like, oh man, this is, this is great. This is, 
know, something different. This is something I, I really should be paying attention to. You know, this way it gives you a chance to, one, learn about a character that you may not have a lot of knowledge on or may not know that really should be more prominent. And this way it kind of gives you a chance of, at least for me, to just cut my teeth on how would I do the character. As well as give you guys a chance to really hear that. And that's kind of what I do with it. So, like, that's my thought. Now, what I'm trying to think there's really anything else I really want to, like, go fully in depth with with this. On that one. So, I do want to do more independent books. I'm going to still continue to do the reworking, the rework of this character. Um, and switch on and off like I've been doing between Marvel and DC. Uh, I'm going to shorten down certain episodes. If I don't feel like an episode is... If I feel like I can do an episode in 20 minutes or less, I will make it a two-for-one. So you might get like one week or one day that's like two 20-minute episodes. That equals about 40. This way people can appreciate that. And I figured most people probably would. So... That were I figured that would be something that I feel like people would really kind of get behind. Plus, gives me a chance to really talk about independent books and characters I don't feel like really a lot of people know about. Or people that they do know about them, they don't get enough talk. Like, one character in particular I do want to talk about at some point. And I've really, it's it's been in the back of my head for probably a couple days. Because I feel like I actually like this character a little more. Is Medieval Spawn. At some point I want to talk about him. I'm just going to have to find a way to properly integrate him in. This way people will be like. Oh snap. Like it's being done. Uh, another character I do want to talk about at some point. Is Judge Dredd. I feel like he's actually had a lot of great books. That I feel like have come out. And don't always get the love out there. That a lot of people kind of don't see them and just kind of talk about the judge dread stories and stuff like that because there's a lot of them and to be honest they're actually really good like i know everyone's gonna think of judge dread as sylvester stallone and or carl urban which i feel like carl urban's dread was ten thousand times better than sylvester stallone's Pretty much Judge Dredd where he was like, I am the law, where he's yelling that out. Like, funny line, but overall, didn't do the character as much justice. So I figured I will probably talk about Judge Dredd at some point as well. Uh, I feel like I probably will talk about a couple other independent books. I won't spoil them. But I have some in the back of my head that I do want to talk about. And I figured that'll... Kind of keep everybody up to date on it. Uh, yeah, I figured that'll kind of get you guys up to date on that one in regards to like where I want to take the podcast, stuff like that. Now I know what you guys are really wanting to listen for. Let me throw some toy news and stuff like that in there and some gaming news. So, toy news wise, they did confirm more of the Ninja Turtles. Stuff from NECA, that was the bigger one. They did more confirm the 90s Ninja Turtle figures, like the two-packs, 
with Rafael Michelangelo, Leonardo Donatello. They also confirmed a Super Shredder, Splinter, and then a Foot Soldier Army Build-A-Figure pack, build pack, which I'll probably get one of those just because, in my opinion, getting more Foot Soldiers, and in my opinion, the 90s, like TMNT 1 and 2, like Foot Ninja look just looks amazing, and I feel like it's just stayed consistent. I just like it. I don't know. It's all, at least for me, I always prefer that look. Uh, that's definitely one that I'm going to really be keeping my eye out. I've heard that this was supposed to come out in July-ish, July, August. I know they also finally confirmed Turtles in Time Wave 2 with Raphael, Michelangelo, Leatherhead, and Shredder. So for if you've been getting the Turtles in Time figures that you have with the so, with the Foot Soldier slash Leonardo and Donatello. Yes, they're finally coming out. They were supposed to come out in May. Everything that came along, they got delayed. So they got pushed back to July. I'm excited about it because I know my pre-order Mechalopolis is... I'm waiting for that to hit so I can be hype about it. They also confirmed a couple other figures. I know people are G.I. Joe fans. They've confirmed quite a bit. I think the biggest one to me, I feel like they did confirm, at least one that I saw recently, was Cobra Commander. They did do like a pretty cool looking one. Like the one that I think he was for like a, it was for some website you can buy random stuff off of. I don't know. It's all, he was like a me, I think it was a clothing website, something like that. But they had like this really nice, sleek, like light blue Cobra Commander who just looked cool. In my opinion. I don't know how to better way to describe him. Just he looked cool with the silver face mask. You also have like Conan figures from Super 7. And then we also have Predator figures that are still coming out. Because in my opinion the Predator figures. Like I've got two. I need to buy more. They've been coming out pretty consistently. And they've looked pretty good. Now doesn't mean that all the figures have been perfect. But they've been getting better and better. Same thing with the Xenomorph figures. Now, if you were wondering, Predator and Xenomorph figures, they're done exclusively by NECA. By NECA Toys. So, NECA Toys does, like, a lot of, like, movie figures. They have majority of the exclusive rights to the, to the Ninja Turtles. They also do Godzilla. They do a bunch of different stuff. If you're ever curious, and this is like the best way to kind of give people an idea of like what NECA toys are, like how to go through them, go over to like your local Target if you have one nearby. They're usually near the toy section, but they're in the more alternative figure section. And it'll be like the, that aren't like on the main toy aisle. You'll see this giant set of collection of like anime figures and stuff like that. If you start seeing like Predator and Alien stuff like that, that's NECA toys. A lot of them are right there. So for people who don't really know all that, this kind of gives you an idea of like, hey, maybe this could be something I could get into. Because I found where some people, they don't really want to get into the whole Marvel Legends, DC Multiverse, McFarlane Wave, stuff like that. They want to get into figures that are not the norm. And which, to be honest, I don't blame you. You know, there's plenty of Marvel Legends figures that have come out. But I've also come to think to myself, probably should mix it up. Because I've also found that 
when you do make stuff figure-wise, you see how, at least to me, how different figures are made, and just the ability of the detail and the time that you can really get out of certain figures that aren't that you can tell aren't limited by what a certain group wants it. But you can also tell like they have some top knots. People really do love to sculpt these figures. So definitely would suggest that NECA Toys is always good. McFarlane, particularly McFarlane's Mortal Kombat wave. I did officially finally get the spawn figure from the Mortal Kombat from MK11. And dude, he just he fits in so well. And I'm not even mad. Like I've been most hype with that figure since anything else like he just looks so cool they also have another spawn figure coming out who doesn't have the sword so this way to kind of give for people who don't really know all that so you have two spawn figures that are coming out for the mortal kombat 11 set the first one that came out was the one with the sword and that one sold out like gangbusters like good luck getting that i think it was supposed to be gamestop and stuff like that because it never went to Walmart or Target. And if it did, people gobbled them up so quick it didn't even matter. So definitely checking like the the indie book like checking like bookstores, GameStop, stuff like that. Definitely you can find your figures out there if you're looking for a Mortal Kombat or a lot of the independent stuff. But uh yeah, the sword sword spawn. He definitely came out and then was sold out. I got lucky enough to get mine, and I'm so grateful that I found him at a great price point. So I'm not even mad at that. Now he, they are Amazon does have one listed on their website for it's a spawn with a club, like a spike club instead. And it's literally just the same figure. They just changed out the weapon. And in my opinion, if you missed out on the original spawn with the sword. Go with that one. It's legitimately the same figure. But with a different weapon. And it's worth buying. Because at the end of the day. You're getting the spawn figure. That is probably the best spawn figure. That we've gotten up to this point. Not next compared to. What a lot of the people did for the GoFundMe spawn. That's like the next best spawn. That's for 20 bucks. You can't beat that price. With the articulation and everything like that. So definitely take a look at that, and especially if you're somebody who's trying to get independent figures or get into just understanding what figures you really should. You know, if you're just trying to get into collecting in general, if you're just like, hey, I want something different, definitely go that route. Now, is there any other figures? Oh, uh, well, there's always Transformers. Hasbro did confirm some other Transformers. They confirmed a uh, Megatron and Optimus. And with those two, they confirmed that neither of them do transform. So they do not have alternate modes, whether they're the truck or a tank. They're straight up just the Cybertronian mode, which they look cool. So what they did instead of making them transform is they gave them removable hands, weapons, stuff like that. That just made them look a lot cooler. And in my opinion, I'm almost more tempted to get those than to get any of the other Transformers figures. And like I recently kind of got into Transformers and it was not, it was one of those I was like I've always kind of wanted the figures to have but I never really wanted to be overly at least for me like I was never the big like I love Transformers but I was never like 
Actually, I shouldn't say love. I like Transformers. I was never ultimately the biggest Transformers fan near the end, like toy-wise. So I've only collected a couple of them, and I kind of keep it that way just because, I mean, I can't tell you how many different toy companies, different toy sets come out. And, I mean, it's a, it's a definitely, it can, it's an expensive hobby after a while. Because certain figures you buy, they are way more expensive than others. So definitely I do suggest being careful and being smart with your money in regards to it. And that, at least to me, that just makes the most sense. <laughs> like, that's, I always kind of throw that old adage out there for anybody. And yeah, I figured that probably will wrap up any extra toys I at least found good, wrapped up on any of the extra podcast stuff. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in an extra bonus for you guys. for Since you guys have made so this one's pretty short i'm going to talk about uh one book that kind of i didn't even know came out with and it's not an independent i I did say i would do more independent books but i figured i will i'll throw in one that's kind of one that i've kind of picked up recently that really got in with like at least to me was like something i wasn't expecting and it's jeff lemire's Pretty much the question, the death of Vic Sage. And for people who don't know, the question's more is a great character from DC. And essentially he like his thing is he's a detective. So he goes around, you know, solves crimes and stuff like that. He he's always he doesn't have any superpowers. He wears like a a mask on, but his mask is a blank face. And he says, like, this classic, like, 40s look. And he uses, you know, gases and stuff like that. He's also decent with hand-to-hand combat, but he's a great detective and a news reporter. And for people who are wondering where the character of Rorschach really came from, it came from The Question. And you'll see that, especially if you read Jeff Lemire's The Question, The Death of Vic Sage which is a DC black label book. Now, like I said, with the, well, I, the well, I, I don't know if I preface this with the DC black label books. I think I did on my old podcast, but I'll repreface it now. DC black label tends to be on the more expensive end. So like depending upon the book, they can be, you know, five, six dollars. So be prepared. They're quality books. But it, in my opinion, they also, you know, you've got to kind of, you also got to be like, is this book worth it to me? And this is one of the ones that I've at least felt for me came out of nowhere that I was like, hey, this book is worth it. And it just, to me, it was a character that I never really thought about one. Like, I've always, I've known about the character, particularly how I kind of got introduced to him was with and I feel like a lot of people probably did was with the Just League Unlimited cartoon where he, he had a giant arc where he was he's the guy that was skeptical of the government. He was like he he just didn't trust the government at all. He ends up getting captured. Superman comes in, has to save him along with Huntress. And I mean Superman just Superman goes one on one with Captain Adam and I mean they go at it. 
Superman shows Captain Adam, like, you're powerful, but, like, nah, man, I'm better, <laughs> and just hands it to him. But, yeah, essentially, that moral, it doesn't really, I'm not really going to give you guys, like, a full-blown origin of him, but definitely, I would suggest reading this, just because it's a good, it's a good mystery story that takes place in multiple different timelines, cross-sex, and to me, it's something different in comparison to what you're normally getting with a lot of superhero comics. You know, this one really does hit the nail on the head for a detective book. If you're looking for somebody who's not, you know, a who's a superhero, quote-unquote, while also kind of being just like a vigilante detective... This is where you're gonna. This is probably would be the story you'd like. It also, in a lot of ways, is very topical in what's going on. So I would definitely suggest, you know, if you're somebody who's kind of like trying to find new books and stuff like that to really get into, particularly if you're looking for stuff from DC that you want to kind of jump into that isn't already been like bajillion issues in. Definitely would suggest DC Black Label's The Question, The Death of Vic Sage. Because it's a great mystery. Does a great job with using a character who doesn't get utilized that much. Who's more or less just a normal guy. And you literally, like, in all intents and purposes, like, it just, it literally is... It drives him crazy. The character of Vic Sage crazy. And it's, to me, nuts. Like, I, I've been... A couple times where I've had to reread a, reread a page or a couple lines, and I'm, like, thrown off by it. But, man, has the story been really good. It's only four issues, but each issue is, like, 50-some-odd pages. So, for the money you are paying, you are getting it back. I would definitely say if you decide, like, hey, I don't really want to get it now because it's individual issues, you want to wait till it's a trade paperback, do that. Because I definitely would encourage that as well. And I'm not really going to spoil anything. I feel like the title is a lot of it. But definitely I suggest if you are really looking for something that has an independent feel to it, that doesn't necessarily have to deal with the bigger portion of the DC Universe that, in all intents and purposes, has great art, does a great mystery, and also does a great job of really staying topical in a lot of different aspects, I would definitely suggest The Question of the Death of Vic Sage. Definitely, Jeff Lemire, is, he's on another level. He has done a couple other Black Label books, but this one definitely... In my opinion, it's probably been one of my favorite. Like, I've read Batman Damned. I've read, of course, Batman the White Knight and Curse of the White Knight. I uh, got into Batman Last Night on Earth. I mean, there's been a fair amount that have come out that I also feel like I kind of just haven't, you know, that like I've been particular with. But this is one I do suggest in regards to it because it's, it's with a character that... You get the Rorschach feel. Like, if you read Watchmen and you really love the Watchmen, this does a great job of showing you where Rorschach's kind of, like, concept and origin came from, 
where his character was based off of for the story that that uh, Dave Gibbons and Alan Moore wrote with the Watchmen. It gives you an idea of like how close these characters can really be and just how crazy they really are. Like it's it's pretty nutty. <laughs> I figured this one's probably not a super long episode. If anything else, like I said, it's been an update episode more than anything. And I figured you guys probably wouldn't mind that. Plus, you guys got a bonus in it. So I figured you guys listen to it this long, it'll help out. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. As always, you know, thank you. I definitely appreciate it. And I love kind of just coming out and just talking about comic books and just doing different stuff with it. It's just fun, passes the time, and it gives other people a chance to get into an industry that I feel like in some ways is very much a brick wall to get into. But this kind of gives me a chance to really expand my knowledge as well as expand other people's horizons in regards to the comic book genre in general and how much really is in it, to be honest. So like I said, thank you guys for listening and you guys have a great day. Later.